The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So this is hour two of Analyze This. And hour one was Power Hour. And we were on with Director Fleming. And we had a great conversation. I, I, like the time with Kyle always, always flies. Um, because there's so much I feel like he's teaching me. And I'm learning from that conversation. Um, I want to remind everybody, listen, rain event November 4th through the 7th. We will be, you know, look out. We're under flash flood watch. Um, we expect to get three to six inches of rain this weekend. Um, Director Joshin was on. He was talking about how we drive through them puddles, how two feet of water could, you know, allow a car to drift. So you have a lot, a lot of events this weekend um, because it's last lap of Decision 22. You know, everybody have something happening. That's really exciting. We also need people to be really, 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 really safe. So I just want to put it out there, right? We're going to have increasing showers and thunderstorms. The Virgin Islands is slated along with Puerto Rico, Vieques and Culebra to receive three to six inches of rain um, and higher amounts in some isolated areas. And then for the marine and coastal conditions, they will deteriorate this weekend um, due to a combination of increasing winds and a northerly swell. So you're looking at 7 to 10 feet um, on the expected seas and the winds will be um, south-southeast, 20 to 25 knots. So high rip currents and there'll be dangerous breaking waves. So like, here's information. Please use it wisely. Keep yourself safe. And now I get to go into my second hour of conversation with Khalid and Zaid Salim. Um, if you don't know them, they're the Salim brothers. Um, and they're also the winners of Startup Battle. Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Morning, morning. You're really good at this, by the way. Oh, really? Thank you. Thank radio you. voice. And, yeah. Not the whole radio voice. So, I mean, I, so what I usually do, um, because there may be people out there who don't know who you are. I mean, I have the privilege of knowing these gentlemen a really long time, um, like Boys and Girls Club days. Like, that's that's how long I know them. So it's a, it's an honor for me to be sitting across from you all as, like, just really good humans, but also humans who did the thing and um, brought home $100,000 for your for your business. So, but, like, tell the people who's Khaled and who's Zaid, you know, like, um, give them a little bit of your story. Uh, it's an honor to be sitting next... It's an honor to be sitting next to you also. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll go first, bro. Uh, family man, uh, veteran published author, and just ex educator also, but just excited to be an entrepreneur. I think uh, that's the change, and uh, it's been a journey. We're going to talk about that journey this morning. So we got family man, entrepreneur, author. I just also want to say, like, Virgin Island, that's son of the soil. Like, a generation. You, you know, we got, that's, and that's something that's super, I feel, important, not just to me, but to Neville, right? When we talk about those of us who are here and doing really great things. Zaid. Got it. So, like y'all said, born and raised here. Public school my whole life from Ricardo to Watson to Complex. So it's an honor to be here and just, you know, 
taking it all in. The whole experience, everything. Moko Jumbi instructor. I've been a Moko Jumbi for the last 20 years. You know what I mean? Got the honor to be able to start our own troupe. We started a complex branch staff from Guardians of Culture, back with Guardians of Culture, having a great time. Chess, we've done... We've done a lot of things in the community. You know, chess instructor, both of us have played on the Olympic team for the Virgin Islands. So that's just a background. Been a seven-year Air Force veteran, published author. So those are just a little bit of things we've done. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize you published two, Zaid? Yeah. Wow. Okay, all right. I see you all. So for those of you who don't know Zaid and Khalid are brothers, um, but they're also business partners. And um, you said that this has been a journey, right? So startup battle is the end result or, 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 or a stepping stone. It's not the end result. It's a stepping stone on your journey as entrepreneurs, um, tech entrepreneurs. And I would love to, for you to really tell us what was the journey, bef- you know, like what got you to startup battle? Can I say thanks for, thanks for letting me go first because I didn't want to follow him. <laughs> He's got that cruising accent and everything. I didn't want to follow him. I appreciate that so much. Uh, I'm just Zay's brother coming back after 24 years. <laughs> that That is true. You are just Zay's brother. People are like, who's that? That's Khaled. That, somebody asked me this week. They're brothers? I was like, absolutely. The last name, Salim. She's like, oh. So I get it. Yeah. I'm the missing brother. Like when they see me and they think of Abja or Zayd, they think, oh, you, you kind of look like Abja. Has Abja fallen off? Right? No, no, no. Abja's my older brother, accomplished in his own right, other things, but I'm Khaled. And uh, yeah, we, I mean, our journey is unique. We did not have the smoothest, like, just startup journey. Uh, I was overseas, Zaid was here. Um, we actually started this, just the whole planning and layout back in COVID, uh, when COVID just hit. So we've been at it for a very long time. So a lot of times you got people see the shine. But they always see the grind, uh, saying that it's out there. And we've just been at the grind for a very long time. And being apart, a time zones, uh, it wasn't ideal, but we made it work. We knew that, okay, we just got to get through this, push through this, push through this, and we'll get there. So. Well, Zayda, I want to ask you why, why, why food? Well, first of all, maybe we should help people understand what is Boomerang Eats? Got it. So Boomerang Eats is an on-demand food delivery business. All right, you can order from your favorite restaurants and get it delivered right to your house. That's the general. And on top of what is one of our favorite features, online ordering. You know what I mean? That's really what we started Boomerang for. We're tired of calling into restaurants, you know, five, ten times and getting a busy signal. So that was the foundation of it, and it branched off and became food delivery. Mm. So Yeah, I mean, (laughs) literally, people are like, do you have a restaurant? What's your expertise? We're like, are you from the Virgin Islands? Food? Is your expertise like everybody? That's the love language right there. Everybody has a favorite spot. You have you're passionate about your spot. You're passionate about the food you eat, and we just wanted to make it easy, like bring the people the food they they love. So I think that is the truth, um, or the crux of any good or great business opportunity. Right? Is you you're looking at what the passion is. You're looking at what the need is, and then you begin to identify the opportunity. So what I'm hearing you say is, hey, listen, we would have loved been able to like just order food online here and not have to deal with 60 phone calls. Like, were you getting the busy signal? Trying to get somebody to answer. How do we make this more efficient? It's something that you both would use in your life. And then it grew into like, okay, if you place the ad online, 
how do we get it to people's house even more quickly, right? Um, And so Boomerang Eats, online food service and delivery. Um, Okay, so what did it say? So that's the concept. Now, what did it take to develop that concept (laughs) into... So Alfonso was on a few, and he bigged y'all up when he was on. But Alfonso was on a few weeks ago, and he said, MVP. So I learned a new word on Analyze This, and so I'm going to bring it back up. To get to your minimum, minimal viable product, um, like, what was that journey? Okay, I mean, through this process, we're going to have to say some thank yous along the way. Because the, the AVI, you brought up Alfonso, Eric, Amanda... Peter, the whole team, Sydney, um, Amina Salim. I'm slightly familiar with her, but big just, up, Miss. I know you're <laughs> listening, Amina Salim. Good morning. No, it, it's it's the thank yous because you said, what did we take? If we had a time machine to go back and see earlier versions of ourselves, uh, we we might slap them because you, you you go in so naive to the process. Like we wanted this, and then we had to discover how do we do this, and it's breaking down all the little nuances to the tech world and. Um, just online ordering that we found along the way and how, okay, we can do this not as simple as we thought. And so going through the AVI program, it was a very, uh, it was a very ne- necessary uh, process to go through. I mean, we applied and, let, sorry, I'm hogging the mic, but we applied and we got turned down the first time because we weren't, we weren't ready. In our heads, we thought we were ready. It wasn't like we're like, oh, we're not ready. No, we, 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 we were disappointed and we're like, well, we got to work harder then. And, and that was it. It pushed us to work harder. So we applied the first time and we just wasn't there. We weren't, we weren't polished enough as a business um, from our business plan all the way around and just made us work harder to make sure that, okay, we're going to come harder. We're going to do this. But it was a necessity. I think when you get disappointment, it's, it shouldn't be the end. It's like, okay, let's work harder. And working harder to get in the program paid off because they just they open your door to as far as what being an entrepreneur is like. Like there's genius that goes on at the ADI. So for those of you who don't know what AVI is, I know because I, I use their co-working space, but um, the AVI is the research, UVI Research and Technology Park. Um, what AVIX actually stand for? I don't know what it actually stands for, but it's it's a part of, they have an accelerator program. Yep. And so did you all take participate in the accelerator or the pre-accelerator or both? Oh, I'll take it. So we, we participated in both. I mean, and like my brother said, we got rejected that first time. And if there's anything we love more than anything is to have a chip on our shoulder. Like when you reject us that first time, it's like, okay, cool. I mean, we're going to prove you wrong. You know, I mean, we've done it every step of the way. So when we got into the pre-accelerator, that was a great program. I mean, but what we learned after the rejection, once we got in the pre-accelerator, we have done, we did a lot of that work already. Mm. So what it did was it polished a lot of the things we did do. You know what I mean? It solidified everything we learned along that process. Then when we got into Accelerator, it was like a whole new world. You know what I mean? You got to speak with people from, for us, you know, they got to bring in someone from DoorDash. You know, so that was, that was pretty cool. So we got to talk to someone from DoorDash. We got to talk to all kinds of different mentors just to give us, you know, different ideas and different outlooks on business. And and the mentors were really helpful and they gave up the time. I remember Tanya Hill. Tanya Hill didn't have to do it. It was for free. She just would come on with us say, did you do this? Did you, as we were trying to get our trademark, did you do this? Did you do this? And the time she gave up was invaluable. So when they asked us, can you help another startup? We don't know everything, but the little we do, we want to give back. You have also Flanders, Jacob Flanders from St. Thomas, gave up his time. Let me give you the experience I have. So everybody was willing. And a lot of those connections came through 
the ABI staff who say, okay, I know somebody here. Here's the door for them. You know, and so I'm also, I've never met Alan Nance, but I'm going to big him up and say thank you. And my thank you is because when he was on on a pre-call before Startup Battle, and he mentioned Boomerang Eats was one of them, and, you know, um, also VI Crawl, VI Promotex, and Greater Changes, those were a lot of programs that went through um, the either pre-accelerator or the accelerator program from AVI, right? So they're doing something right there. If you if we if you got five companies, you know, and most of them came through the same program, that's a great hallmark for the program. But he talked about building... He used the word entrepreneurial ecosystem and he used the word increasing access to capital as part of his um, the reason why and that people needed to see what was possible. And so it was like that entrepreneurial mentorship. So to hear you all talk about the way that you have been mentored, it kind of like for me, it's just like, you know, like when you're ground truthing something it's like, okay, so what? he was saying is necessary right and his program is trying to do you all are seeing in your experience to get to the point where you are those are the experiences that actually helped you oh, yeah. and we got to give a big shout out to alan because sure. alan's one of the realest dudes you'll ever meet and it, we met him during the the avi mentorship he came on to give a, 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 a mentor talk and we instantly were like oh we want to talk to him more <laughs> Unbiasedly, you know, yeah. Alan was our guy from when he came on as a mentor. And just real. I mean, he, he's he's authentic. He's just who he is. If you talk to him, he's a straight shooter. And he genuinely wants to make something great. And that's where you talk to him. Just anybody, I, I encourage anybody just to talk to him. He'll tell you the good and the bad. And he just, straight talk is good because it just sets you up. So big shout out to Alan Nance. Thank you very much. Uh, that started battle. Uh, Startup VI2 is going to be insane because people know now. and Because people know now, right? Mm-hmm. So when we, we're going we're to end up, we're going to take a break in a few minutes. And I want to talk about Startup Battle, but when we come back from the break. But I want to ask you each, if there was something, you know, you know, like one sentence that you learned about yourself in this process, Zaid, what was it? Man, that's for one. I have one sentence. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna get into it, over. We're gonna break one sentence. Um, Give the people in my little tip. The fact that rejection makes you better. You know what I mean? Mm. Being rejected will make you better. That's the only on this entrepreneurial process. You, it's almost you can't take it as rejection or roadblock, more like a speed bump. You mm. know what I mean? That you're going to hear no. You know what I mean? Your goal is to find out how to get yes. Your so. goal is to find out how to get yes. Rejection mm-hmm. makes you better. Khalid, you got to come good. I mean, that was deep. Say learn to be humble, know when to be humble, and when to have strength. And I think this like you can push through when you know, okay, look, I have confidence and push through. But know when you know, you know what? I might be on my death, but I can learn. And I think those are the two things I learned for, for myself that to hum- humility and strength. The balance between humility and strength, right? Like, so there's there's tensions between that, right? Like, because when you're talking about how people feel about rejection, like, it's not, you know, the saying is not how many times you fall down, but it's actually how many times you get up. And I think that people, like you said, you said it, they see the shine, they don't see the grind. You don't know how many times we was like, on the low, like, are we really going to do this still? Like, <laughs> bro, what's up? Like, um, because... I imagine while you were building a company, you both had to be employed someplace to, yep. to like to power your life. Yep. So you are like 
we want to we want to be entrepreneurs but we still have college you said you're a family man mm -hmm. you're a dad you're a husband you know zade you you know you're you're a millennial that's i'll take that all right because i don't have a wife i don't have any kids right now but 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 you do have a life right mm -hmm, you do yes. have a house you do have bills you mm -hmm. have relationships and partners and things that yeah. you are personally accountable for y'all got school you know you got pay cars so like there is there is life happening you're not in this bubble waking up every day and being like we're building a business and there's nothing else we have to do but i do think the partner you choose in life is important we both have partners in our life that are provide us with strength like my wife best wife in the world i'll put up against anybody people like just <laughs> from balancing make sure the kids stay alive survival and running her own business but making sure i i'm successful in my business love my wife to death i couldn't do this without her and yeah i think the people in your life help you it's not, it's a team it's a team. The whole team comes together from family team, extended family. It's a team that comes together. You can't do this um, by yourself. Before we move on, let me just look. I love my girlfriend. All right, Khaled. I mean, no, okay. no, Khaled did that. Khaled did that. He's like, I'm going to put my wife up against anybody. And Zay's like, what are you doing? I, I have to leave here and get a text like, so you didn't have nothing nice to say? He didn't even look at his phone. He knew it was going to happen. He was like, babe. I love you. You helped me do this. <laughs> I got your back. Please. Perfect. Well, that's why I say extended family. Like, what's we'll it? Marisha's been amazing. Uh, her family, one of the biggest supporters since we started. Like, look, I'm ordering from you. Like, it's it's a team. It's a family. It's a, it's a village. So, listen, we're going to get ready to take a break. If you are just tuning in, this is the 9 o'clock hour. We are on with Startup Battle Champions, Colin and Zane. Boomerang eats. We're going to be back after the break with more um, conversation about what Startup Battle was like. Journalists located all around the world, the BBC World Service can cover international stories when they happen, wherever they happen. Global news you can trust from the BBC World Service. Starting at 2 a.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Funding for the BBC World Service comes from First Bank. First Bank's digital bank offers check deposits, bill pay, transfers and more from anywhere 24-7. More at onefirstbank.com. 
El sistema de elecciones de las Islas Vírgenes lo está haciendo más fácil para que tú formes parte de nuestro equipo por medio de nuestro programa de voluntarios. Estamos en busca de personas buenas como tú que puedan proveer a cada votante el apoyo que necesitan para que efectivamente puedan participar en el proceso de votación. Puede comenzar recogiendo y completando la aplicación para voluntarios de cualquiera de nuestras oficinas en el territorio. Usted puede servir como monitor. También tienes la opción de convertirte en un facilitador, asegurando que los votantes que están votando por primera vez, los envejecientes y la comunidad de deshabilitados puedan votar con confidencia y acertadamente. Si tienes el tiempo y estás dispuesto a servir, hay un lugar para ti. Solo inscríbete. Si quieres más información, llama al 340-773-1021. Y recuerda, el votar no es solo su derecho, es lo correcto hacer. Perhaps you're one of those people who thinks kids these days just aren't into classical music. I start hearing the horn lines that almost made me cry. And it just made me so incredibly fulfilled to have played. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, make someone's day through music. I would wake up to this piece every single day. Um, that's how much I loved it. Well, on From the Top, every week, we prove the opposite. Join me, Peter Dugan, on From the Top. From the Top, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. So listen, I know how much I love to say, and we're back. Neville's going to be taking over next week, Monday. Oh, for shame. That's my favorite, favorite, favorite thing to do is come back after break. Um, and if you are just joining us, this is our second half of Analyze This This Morning. We're on with Boomerang Eats. I'm going to talk less. Let them talk more. We want to talk about, like, getting to start up battle. So, so far we talked about, like, who these gentlemen, awesome veterans um Parents, partners, family people, brothers, um, serving the community, Mokojumbi, educator, like this is who they are, right? And then they became entrepreneurs. That entrepreneurship journey was like, there was a lot of shine now, but there was also a lot of grind. We got into like, this has been something they've been kind of planning since the pandemic um, and rising to the channels and kind of the community they had around them in terms of like personal community, girlfriends, families, wives, you know, parents, brothers, and then also their professional community that feels like family, the AVI, pre-accelerator people, the mentors who came on, right? So if you just listening, that was like warp speed catch up to where we are in a conversation. And now we, we want to talk a little bit about the actual, like, what are the practical things you had to do, right? Like, I'm sure there was testing involved. I'm sure there was like tech development. So like, share that part of your story. Want to jump in, Zaid? Take it. So, again, the beginnings were interesting. And I'll say picking your partner as your business partner is going to be the most interesting process of your life. Like, we are brothers, but don't get it serious. We do argue and disagree all the time. You know what I mean? But it's good to know at the end of the day, like, it's always going to be love. Like, we're always going to come back in the day. Okay, I was sorry for that. Okay, you're good. We get it. You know what I mean? But those are the processes you have to go through with a business partner and 
learn to not take things personally. You know what I mean? There's the business and then there's us. Be able to separate it to and move forward. And on that process, you know, it started with an idea. We found a tech. We still found a tech guy to, to build the app. From there, it was like, all right, now let's understand. Fortunate, like, I'm in the merchant service business. For those who don't know, that's credit card processing. So I've had to deal with a lot of POSs. I've trained a lot of restaurants on how to use a POS. So Point of sale. Yes, point of sale. Definitely. And that gave us the understanding how tech operates, you know? What Boomerang is, Boomerang generally is a point of sale. You know what I mean? That's on your phone, in your hand. That gives you access to order from the restaurant and get the food delivered to you. So we just took that same ideology and incorporated it into an app. So that's, that's my general breakdown of the beginning of it all, you know, from partnership to how we got there. And I'm sure Kyle is going to tell you the next So time. we got the app. What do you do next? You have the beta test. And during beta testing, huge shout outs to Napoleon's, Veronica, and Stumpy for 2 Plus 2 because they were visionaries. They were like, all right, let's, let's try this out. Let's do this. And they didn't have to take a chance on us. They could have said no. But no, like, uh, just talking to them, they believe in saying, you're from the Virgin Islands. If I don't believe in you, who will? And so big shout out to 2 Plus 2 and Napoleons for just being just the first two to say, yes, I'll take a chance on you. So we really, we really appreciate you. We love you too. I just wanted to know, I really vexed that I didn't realize I could have added my chicken and fries from home during our beta test because <laughs> that, 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 you know, two plus two is the chicken and fries, right? Or the oxtail, I'll just let you know, or the oxtail. But um, being able to order, I remember, I'll just say this, I remember having a conversation with one of my friends who signed up, I guess was a part of the beta test and was able, like, there was this window where you were open, right? And then you all closed and she was like what am i supposed to do where's boomerang eats like and i was just like what like she was really like genuinely like i want boomerang eats back so did you hear any of that feedback coming I, I was only speaking to one person but did you hear any of the feedback like oh my god please hurry up get back because we need you like people yeah. were excited we had people excited we had people give us real critical feedback also i mean like it's the good and the bad but the, the ones that were excited were very interesting because you created that and you're like wow I created something that you love. I think translated into a hit song or other di different uh, types of arts, but I created something that you love. How do I keep that going? And I think with the critique that we got also was very necessary because, all right, you love this right now, but it could, if, we, if we customer service falls off or things fall off, then you're not going to love it as much. And so I think we're constantly chasing how do we improve the app because the testing never ends. We're testing all now. Trust me, no one gets to see the behind the scenes of... That has gone wrong. How do we not let the public know that's gone wrong? And you're trying to <laughs> constantly work on things. So if we ask anybody during this time, we are not a giant tech firm. And all we are a small business trying to work through problems in real time a lot of times. And if we have to close, it's really because we want to make sure you have the best product that you deserve. And so I think on the tech end and... If I can pivot into, uh, what's the name? Uh, actually, let me, Zay, you go, and then I'm pivoting into something else. Got it. And to go back to that time when we closed. So we closed for, I want to say, about two months. And that two months was lessons. Like, in the Virgin Islands, we've, I don't think we've ever got a chance to see a total startup company in a tech company. And in that, during that process, that first wave of beta testing, like, we've had so many beta tests. We started, like, August 2021. And that was our first set. Okay. It works, you know, but you see little holes and bugs right there. Then you're like, okay, we fix that, we fix that. And like, all right, 
we think it's perfect, right? At this moment, that's that's how we think in our heads. All right, we're ready to go. We now say, all right, let's soft launch. You know what I mean? Let's put it to to more live testing environment. And then we're like, oh, there are holes. You know what I mean? And then you have to factor in things like who would expect gas prices to get to five, almost six bucks. You know what I mean? That totally... Because that's an input to run your business. Exactly. So now that crushes the pricing model. So now we had to go back and just re... We had to adapt a different pricing model. You know what I mean? Which had to, that gave stability no matter what happens to the market. Yep. And shout out to our drivers who were Ooh. driving on that old price model Ooh. with the crazy gas prices. Uh, we have the best drivers. And shout out to them with their faith. All right. They were driving for free. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> so I think that's another thing, right? We're not just talking when we're talking startup. You are also now employers. Mm-hmm. You're creating jobs. And it's a, it's also a different job model. It's a different, you know, that is, I think, that is not maybe the normal job model in the Virgin Islands. So, like, yeah. as a startup, you're introducing new ways for people to make income. So you're managing staff, team members. And I say definitely to that. And it's not even, it's a different model across the board, not just for, even for food delivery. Because, like I said, drivers get paid a lot more here than they do in the States. You know what I mean? And that has to do with a model that works in the States is not going to work in a small island. That's just take it across the board. They have millions and millions of people. The goal of creating tech for in, in small islands, small territories is learning how to use your tech to the advantage of, let's say, 40,000 people. You know what I mean? So that's the real challenge with anyone who's going to come into the tech space. Don't think about taking a model that's in America and bringing it here. Nine out of ten times. I'm not going to say it won't work, you know what I mean? But understand the culture of here and understand how business runs here and then implement that into the tech. And I think hiring smart. I mean, we've prided ourselves on being a company that listens to the people that we hire. And they've given critical feedback for us. Like, look, if we do this. And I think listening to them, we understood, look, the pricing model has to change. Listening to them, hey, if I had this, this would make my job even better. So as their employee slash contracted work, it's important to know that we hire, we, we've been fortunate to have really good drivers, really good dispatchers that all around employees that gave feedback because they believed in what we were doing. Almost like a revolution. Like it's, it's not the, the, the most more, uh, it's not the most common uh, employee, employer structure because they all had to buy in to this is something that has not here. And I think it's, um, I, I, I don't think it's out of realm to say family because they've all made this what we are. So a big thank you to them. Really appreciate you guys. And yeah, we, we're, we're a team. So, you know, you this is about the third time I heard you say um, kind of like you had to sell the idea to people. You do, you're using different words, right? We use buy-in. He's kind of like, you know, you're selling a story. And Startup Battle is about selling the story, you know, like the pitch. So talk about how y'all learn. Like, you know, that's a, that's a skill set as an entrepreneur to really be able to pitch your idea. I mean, people watch Shark Tank all the time, and that's kind of like about the pitch. So talk to us. Let me, you know, let me hear the pitch. Like, w- w- how did you get to the point where were you always comfortable pitching? Um, and where are you now? Like, what is it? Tell me. I want to hear it. I think the military. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I'd say public speaking, like I said, the military definitely helped us for that. But you have to learn to sell. Really? The military helped you with public speaking? Like, that what? is a thing? 
What? Yep. You know how many times I had to brief, like, it's being a sergeant, you know what I mean? Depending on what rank you're at as well, you know what I mean? Being a sergeant, being in charge of my section, I would have to give briefings on a daily basis, you know, whether it's, it's a safety briefing, whether it's, you know, all right, guys, let's meet, let's huddle, this is what we're doing for the day, you know? And then the military always gives you different avenues. Like, I became a, a master resiliency instructor, you know what I mean? Where I had to brief, you know, the whole hospital, on and over resiliency. So these are the things that give you those opportunities because when they put you in leadership positions, you have to lead. You can't be a, you can't be scared to lead. Yeah, and I mean, and I've done a ton of boards, uh, boards in the military. Uh, sit up there and recite information, go there with confidence. It just molds you into the, uh, the person that uh, you're hoped to be, like the confidence that it instills you in. So big champion in the military. And summer... Like- I'm just like I'm just like flabbergasted. I was just like okay, light bulb, public speaking in the military. I didn't I didn't put the two together, so I'm I'm happy to learn. Like okay. And what Kyle said about boards, he listen. Boards are frightening. All right, and I was just saying because you have you've been studying all this information, you don't know what they're gonna ask you, and you don't want to be the person that's like, I don't know, you know? Oh yeah. So and you're sitting there in front of all your leadership, all the people that are in charge of promoting you to the next rank. And you say it with confidence. If you said that sky is red, you go in there. Yes, red, red. I said red. Yes. Okay. So bringing in that military experience help you be comfortable with the 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 pitch aspect. But you said you got to be able to sell. Yes. Is that different than being able to speak? Yes. Because T- talk to me about being able to sell. Because, well, we have two different two mm-hmm. different backgrounds in that. So yeah, definitely. And for me, selling is you have to understand your consumer or whoever your buyer is. You know what I mean? In the food industry, we have two people. We have the consumer who pays for the delivery, and we have the restaurant. All right? Those are the two people that we first have to sell to. We have to sell to the restaurant for them to understand, hey, delivery is a necessity. You know? Getting your food, the the ability for a restaurant to say that, hey, most of my deliveries went to Frederickstead, and be able to have that data accessible to them, that's different. That shows that, hey... There are people who want your food. They just don't have the time or energy to go get it. Yep. And I was an educator um, for years, and you have to sell the kids, right? And different levels. Uh, high school, you got to sell them on a dream. And so we have two different backgrounds in sales, but it's selling and selling, and you have to have passion. Like for our restaurants, we have passion for them. Judy's Bar and Restaurant in right next to Oriental Bank. We have passion for her food. We go there and we have passion for the people because there's a relationship. One of the best owners of a restaurant here, by the way, like restaurant owners, you meet them, you meet their food they, together. That's their love that they come out. Going to Lime View. Oh, my gosh. You go there, have their salmon with the Thai chili sauce. Like, so you, what we're saying is as Boomerang Eats, you could trust that they have vetted. Yes. They, oh, they, that's what it sounds like. We vetted them. We, we, know what, we know what we're bringing you in that plate. Oh, Zay's a food savant, though. Like, Zay will let me know about a shack that sells peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the middle of the beach. Oh, you, their best peanut butter jelly sandwiches, Kyle. You got to uh, try this. That, Zade, because that's me. I want to know where it is. But we actually, so sometimes I'm privileged enough to have a listener text me. I, I, I try and get to Neville level. He'd have got lots of listeners texting <laughs> him. He'd have been navigating the two phones. I only have one, but somebody texted a question for you all. Yeah. And I didn't even put out the number, which means to me that's a great, that's a great, sign that we have someone listening and it said so i want to know how will the hundred thousand dollars from startup battle take your business to the next step and what would you have done if you didn't win like what would have been your next business step if you didn't have this influx of capital 
That was mom that texted. It had to be. Mom. <laughs> Um, it wasn't, but that's what she was doing. I was like, oh, come on. We know who texted that. So one element is is scaling. Uh, we we have to scale. It's one solidifying the market here, but we also have to scale to St. Thomas, St. John. Um, because we're one version islands. Look, we say delivering poop people um, deserve. That's across the board. And so we started here because we are from St. Croix. And logistically also it helps because we're from here. But our plan is to use some of that like money to scale out there. To market because we met people are still like you this is here or is this real i saw it i saw the ad i thought it was a scam so we, we got to use marketing to make sure we get out there because our marketing team is amazing but we just got to do more of it and i'd say to improve the user experience like the tech is always going to be updated no matter what the new features we have bringing on with that hundred thousand is to again make food delivery affordable for everyone and also make it a lot easier. So those are the things when you see in these next over these next three months, the updates that will be coming out are exciting. So I, you know, when I listen to people, I listen for different layers on what you're talking about. Two two words that you said: boomerang eats increases access. Right? Like if you are in your house and you're sick. Um, or, you know, you're elderly or you just had a baby or you just don't feel like leaving, you now have access to the places that you might want to eat from, even if it's the shack at the beach that sells the peanut butter sandwich that you didn't know about, right, that Zaid found. Um, and affordability, right, because it also, we're going to give it to you in a way where like we're not trying to kill you. We actually want you to have th this. Yeah. So access and affordability, like in a business model, that's an amazing, equitable approach to why Virgin Islanders, serving Virgin Islanders um, through tech is important. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're talking to Zaid and Khalid Salim, the brothers. I want to know if being in business together has fortified, um, like, do you see yourself, like, has made you more brotherly? I want to talk, talk about that when we get back from the break. St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go, and our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations. 
one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Good morning, neighbor. I see you got your bumper stickers and your hat sign up, Pauly. Yes, I'm so ready for this election season. Me too. Just waiting for the info on the polling places and then ballots. What polling places? You mean voting centers? The election system is using voting centers this year, where you can go anywhere across the island, walk in, fill out a ballot. Just bring your ID. Really? Because my daughter lives in Tutu, but walk all the way by the airport and would try to run back home before the sun goes down to vote. Nope. You're no longer stuck to just your neighborhood on election day. Voting centers mean you can vote anywhere in your district. And the next time, try the early voting option too. Skip the line altogether on election day. Girl, you have all the good tips this year, man. So, who's going to win? Ha! Read my yard sign. Then pick any voting center. Just remember, voting is not just your right. It's, it's the, the right, right thing, thing to do. A message from the election system of the Virgin Islands. are back from the break and so before the break you know we we've been vibing this morning with boomerang eats talking about all the things and the question um that we received via text was about you know what are we going to use this hundred thousand dollars to do and um you all talked about scaling scaling to different islands um but what else is necessary in terms of scaling you know it's because it's not just about we want to get service to everybody else. What do you all have to do on the back end to make sure that's possible to scale? Want me to take? Yeah. All right. So on the back end side, again, is just streamlining all the different processes. You know, just from the beginning, and let's go a little bit into the infrastructure of the business. A lot of times people don't really understand there's a lot of parts to food delivery. You've got the restaurant, you've got the consumer, the buyer, you have the driver, you have the tech, and you still have the operation side of the business that all have to be working together at the same time for you to get that plate of food delivered to your house. So those are the different things that we have to strengthen, strengthen the foundation to be able to scale. Because again, if you scale a broken product, a product that has a whole lot of holes in it, it's gonna be a scalable, ter a terrible scalable product. And I think some of that tech uh, you were talking about was just making sure that when there's a rejected order over our system. People will never see our faces and how we're like, oh, because we really, when we say bring you the food that you, you love, like bring people the food you love, we get hurt when you get a rejected order. So we're constantly trying to figure that out. So I think with scaling to improve our tech to make sure there's a time when there's no rejected orders and rejected orders for a range of different reasons, but we, we want to make sure that you get the food, you have that craving, we bring it to you. 
And I think that's where scaling, just making sure we shore up our tech so it's just seamless. Because when people look at anything you create in Virgin Islands, they look, is it like the States? They weigh you up against something else. Is it like the States? And and as, as sad as it is, sometimes we hear a compliment, oh, this is just like the States. Yeah, we created here. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying we and our partner, our partner, uh, we're saying Barry, Barry Johnson, amazing, amazing tech guy. Barry Johnson is a part is one of our partners who just made sure that look, this product must look good when it goes out. And I think that's where we, when we talk about scaling, make sure the tech and people look at it, they don't they don't bat their eye or give a double take. And to add to that, right there, rejected or is that's like one of our biggest issues right now? Just to help everyone understand. We're growing as a company and tech is growing as tech in the Virgin Islands. Like I said, to see the different features we have here, like this is all new, you know, so we're trying to perfect it for the companies that come after us. So they don't have to go through the same like, all right, guys, this is what you do if this happens, so forth. So as we grow, we just ask for the community to just understand that we're trying to grow something that others can follow behind. And it's not going to be perfect in the beginning. And like I said, billion Facebook and Instagram, they crash and they're billion dollar companies. Tech isn't perfect, but the goal for tech is to help improve it at every step of the way. Yeah. When we think about tech as a quality of life feature and, a, and, a, and a, um, something that, in, that offers improvements um, and the fact that it really is iterative and adoptable um, and it, you know, it's also really rapid. Um, I just like, when you're talking about like the I feel like a theme of like patience in terms of one where it's a startup you want to start up battle right there's lots of things you're doing right and you're starting up to transition it into like there's so in business if you're listening to us in businesses their phases and startup is the beginning that's the beginning phase and a startup could be in a startup like five seven ten years depending on how rapid <clears throat> how rapid they're able to institutionalize right so i think that's what we have to help people hold on to the fact that yes this is a solid business and it also is a startup when we were talking on the break you kind of mentioned like the diversity of restaurants that you are seeking to grow in terms of what is offered. So I'd love um, the listenership to kind of hear like, yes, we're thinking about the types of food that you could get through Boomerang Eats because everybody has a different palate. Definitely. And before you go in there, just shout out to our parties we have now, like Beach Blends, Napoleons, uh, Judy's Bar and Restaurant, Lime View, Fat Boys. Fat Boys and Glen has been amazing for us. Um, we've, we've had a, a myriad of different restaurants who are partnering with us already and ones that are coming on. And the ones that are coming on, we just want to make sure that we get something that is, is everybody. Like you said, we want, we want to bring their patrons, patrons on, but we also want people to try new things. And that's where it's key for us. Can you try something new? Can you open your mind to say, hey, I want to try this? Like if you see Common Sense on, Common Sense has some of the best tacos. I'll put them up against anybody in the world, tacos in the world, and it's vegan. Open your mind to trying it, all right? Eden and Princess, one of the best kept secrets to people around the it's island. Not a secret to me. No, no. Some, if you know, you know. But going to Eden is an experience. I had tofu roti. I didn't know I needed tofu roti in my life, all right? <laughs> so our partners have been amazing. Beach Blends and Christian's there. To get one of their energy drinks, healthy energy drinks. I have no idea where Beach Blends is. Beach Blends is amazing. Jack Bud. Also another, he was one of our first people to order from us. The first. The, yeah, okay, yeah, the, the first. first. Yeah, so going down to Beach Blends and having those experiences of something new is 
super important. And we want to make sure that we we just normalizing trying new things. Parrotfish also, uh, they're tuna nachos and parrotfish if you've never had them. Shout out to Charles Maraday. Just if you've never had one of his foods from his uh, restaurants, you're missing out. So expanding people's palate around the island to say, let me try something new and then get restaurants that they want to, to venture out. From local, if you've never tried local food before, now you get a try. So when I travel, um, usually when I travel and I go away for work, like Uber Eats and DoorDash is like my my go-to, right? I'm in my room. I just want to order food. If I stay in an Airbnb, I just want to order food. So I feel like one of the markets that you all have available to you, hopefully, eventually, is yes, we're serving here, but you know, tourists who, who come down, people who are here for the weekend on vacation with their families, they also get a chance to sample and make easy man. It's a rainy day, we don't want to go out to the house. We get to, you know, we, we want to use this product, right? So there's like a local market, and then there is the tourist visiting market that, you know, hopefully takes advantage of Boomerang Eats. I mean, to, to bring that up, uh, to have a tourist try Asado or Crab Queen, when they'll be like next week, next week Crab Queen comes on, Asado just started back up with again this week. To try that, I think that's venturing out of their comfort zone and they will say, oh, wow, that is something where I didn't know I needed Asado, Crucian, Latin, Crucian, Fusion, or the Crab Queen loaded fries with crab and seafood involved. I, I think that for us, a tourist, those are really good representatives. Uh, representations of the island that they tried it they say oh my god i didn't know that was here and they're so different so because if you've never tried the loaded fries i promise you amazing okay. so loaded fries on deck i've never tried it so let me ask a question if i'm a restaurant and i'm listening and i'm like man i didn't know boomerang eats existed what do i do to, how, how do i find you so you can come to our website and partner with us um we're trying to streamline the pr- process as far as the paper that comes involved uh, with it, but just go to our website. You can partner with us, and after that, we can have a conversation. And, and what's your ha- website? Our website. Sorry, my bad. We're on radio. Uh, boomerangeats.com. Just come to boomerangeats.com, and you can sign up with us. And then after that, you can have a conversation with us. And I think having a conversation with us to actually see how we can be partners is the best thing. Have a sit down. So if you're interested, if you're a restaurant owner, if you know a restaurant owner, and you're like, man, they would benefit from Boomerang Eats, you go to boomerangeats.com, right? And then you end up having a conversation with these amazing, one or both of these amazing gentlemen to figure out how you can partner. If I'm a consumer right now, and i like, man, I want loaded fries from Crab Queen because they're saying I need to try it, and I feel like it, what do I do? You can come on flow specifically for Crab Queen. She comes on next week. So that's just, our next week thing. That's our next week thing for sure. But you, because she's open today, just go down there and try it. But coming through the app, starting next week, you can online order to them. The order gets to you. You can order delivery. So I would go to boomerangeats.com to download the app. Is it in a Play Store? Like, where do I find the app? Let me put it on my phone right now. You, I shame in that my phone. Sorry, right, Summer. You could go on the Google Play Store or you could go on the iOS Store, the Apple Store. All right, I'm going on the Play Store right now because I have an Android phone. Nobody judge me. <laughs> Total judgment. Nobody judge me, right? I'm going to download it right now, and I'm going to place an order today. I'm encouraging you all to do the same because, right, rural entrepreneurship, small business is predicated on people actually using it, right? So 
as much of us that can, when we see local businesses popping up and they out here in these streets doing what needs to happen to not just for themselves, get people food they deserve, encourage other young entrepreneurs that it's possible to be here and be an entrepreneur. That's really predicated on how we as a community rally around those businesses and, you know, patronize patronize the business and you're hearing this morning who you are patronizing right you're patronizing a father a veteran a educator you're patronizing somebody who has done years of service for young people as a not only also published authors but also second veteran but we have mokojumbi Mokojumbi himself, Mokojumbi coach, chess coach, right? Like these are like the real people behind the business of Boomerang Eats, right? And I always like to close with like, like either one personal thing or like something super aspirational. So the first thing is, has your brothers, but your business partners, do you feel like being business partners has improved the way you show up as brothers? I, I I think so. I think so for the sheer fact that I'm 10 years older than Zayd. So when people call me Zayd's brother, I've been gone for so long and I was out the house by the time he was seven. And so he wasn't a real person to me until he was like 16. I was like, oh, I have a brother. <laughs> <laughs> so it, after that, seeing him grow and me maturing, I can't say I was the best big brother, I, I, but I've matured into a grown man. I'm, I'm, I'm 40. I've, I, was, I was 30. And through my 30s, I got a lot of maturation to understand that once you're an older brother, your job isn't to mold him, all right? Mold him and just make him what you want him to be. You got to kind of guide where, see where he's at and meet them where they're at. Um, I think Pieces of Clay by Marvin Gaye is an amazing song where you can't make clay, like mold. I just, like you can add tidbits. They are who they are. And you see him mature. He matured into a great young man. To a, 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 an old man now, he got knee problems. He's old man now. He could beat you in a race, so. Oh. Wow. Anyway, um, that's, that's, that's personal. Over, uh... That's personal. We'll talk about that. Go ahead, Zayn. You talk about what this did. I, I have your back. Thank you, Summer. That was a good segue. That was probably the best segue I've ever had. Okay, so as brothers, though, you learn a lot about each other. You know what people don't understand. What people don't know about us is beef. When I got out the military. Khaled was one of the big supporters of me getting out the military. And what he told me was, hey, you could come stay with me in Hong Kong. You know, get out the military, stay over here, go travel. You know, and that right there was probably one of the biggest moments of my life because it gave me the time to read. During that time, I might have got, I was getting through like a book a week, just grinding, going through them, just knowledge base. That knowledge now we get to implement into the business. So being able to, again, take that moment to study, learn from, again, I'm big on self-improvement. Self-improvement books, don't bring a fiction book to me. All right? don't, don't even do it. You know what I mean? Like, give me a self-improvement book and we'll go through it. And after time, after you get through so many self-improvement, they all start sounding the same. You want to get to the point where they all start sounding the same. You're like, okay, they have little gems in them, but I get it. So that's kind of what fortified our bond for me. That was what I think 27 to 2018. And now to see us, we started the business 2020. You know, started with end of 2019 going into 2020. And it shows that again, no matter what we argue, we have disagreements, but at the end of the day, we're gonna come back together and make a solid decision, best for the business and best yeah, for us. And we got a great family. Shout out to our mom, Amina Salim, our brother Abja, and our brother Scott Smith. Um Scott, I love you. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. No, and I mean and He's a great uncle. 
like you say, you talk, you got to separate it. Like business, you're going to get heated. You're going to have disagreement. We're two different people, but we are similar in our core, but we're two different people. But uncle wise comes over the house. His kids love him more than they love me. I'm pretty sure if we were on a cliff holding both of us, like, they might let me go. Zane. They might let me go. Um, but, uh, just separate. No, you're going to argue. You're going to have differences. And trust me, it's, some, it's, like, a, it's like a marriage. Like You're in on this partnership where you will sometimes go to bed angry. But when you come back to it, all right, the goal, I'm not leaving you over a remote control. All right, we're going to have to work this out. And the, the goal of it, like the goal of it is to make, we have a mission. We have a revolution. This can't fail. So first of all, I want to say I can tell that you're really married. Yes. Because that 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 um that remote control, uh, you know whether whether Stefan is watching a, his YouTube documentaries or I'm watching sci-fi, that remote control is an issue. So I, I get it. You are really married. So that's a check. Can I say one more thing, Kyla? You shouted out mom, but I like to say this for all moms out there. Like, my mom was the biggest advocate for me moving back home. You know, Kyla was get got me overseas, got me able to travel, you know, allowed me to read. But mom was the biggest person to say, Zade, come back home. Home wasn't my next stop after Hong Kong. It was to D.C., wanted to go to Howard University, use my GI Bill, have a great time out there. She told me to come back home. And to be honest, how this business would be able to start was my mom did not charge me rent. She just told me, hey, come back home, stay here rent free, save your money, build a plan and execute it. So shout out to mom for that. All right, last question. You have under a minute to answer. 20 years from now, what will we be saying about Boomerang Eats? I think 20 years from now, you're going to say, wow, this is a homegrown business that started from the ground up by two homegrown people, Virgin Islanders, and is successful. And I would say that Boomerang Eats paved the way for other tech companies to come after them. All right, so we're talking to, we talked to Khalid Salim, Zaid Salim, brothers, but more importantly, um, business partners. And I hope that you learned a lot from their journey in terms of one, like partner selection is, is key, right? Two, you're going to fall down, get up. You're going to grind. Rejection is rejection is powerful and making you better stay humble but also know when to you know when to build that confidence and that the military helps you learn to public speak who knew that i am summer sibley brown this is the last day that i'm filling in for neville james as your guest host it as usual it has been a pleasure and a privilege to to speak to you in the morning in in his absence. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Throughline takes you back in time to understand the present and bring you stories from people who have lived history, whose perspective just might change your own. Listen to the Peabody Award-winning Throughline every week for the history behind the headlines. Saturdays at 7 a.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. One day we're going to have space marines, we're going to have guardians that physically go up there. As Latinos, as Hispanics, we want to add to that tapestry. We want to stitch our own threads into it. And we are doing it today with the Space Force Anthem.
I'm Meghna Chakrabarty, American voices that surprise and inspire, only at On Point. Weekdays at 10 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. If only life had a remote control, you could pause or rewind. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. Take the one-minute risk test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners.